The pages of a book are filled with great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. Hello, I'm Laura Young, middle school reading teacher at All Good Middle School and avid reader in general. Today I'll be reviewing The Playground by Jane Schmelt. Hope I'm not butchering the pronunciation of her last name. The title, The Playground, does not refer to a literal playground, but rather it's a metaphor. What sort of playground games do you think might arise in a book about three couples and their secrets and deception? What do kids get up to when left to their own devices? What happens when no one is watching? This book is a domestic thriller. The type of thriller that focuses on the interpersonal relationships among family and close friends. A good example is Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. This is from It's Book Jacket. Big Little Lies is a brilliant take on ex-husbands and second wives, mothers and daughters, schoolyard scandal, and the little lies that can turn lethal. Jane Schmelt is a best-selling author of psychological suspense novels. Her third novel, How Far We Fall, has been optioned for production as a TV drama, and she's currently working on her fifth novel. She lives in England with her husband, a professor of neurosurgery, where they brought up their five children. Jane's stories are inspired by her own background in psychology and medicine, and her novels all seem to revolve around bad parents, bad spouses, and bad results for the children. She doesn't seem to stray far from this format. Again, this is a domestic thriller, so the characters and their interactions are at the forefront. The novel focuses on three families, and the story is narrated from the perspectives of three mothers, Eve, Melissa, and Grace. It is told in disjointed chapters that alternate among the female characters from a third person or narrator's perspective. Fortunately, each section is labeled with the character's name, and the story also includes occasional small snippets from the children's point of view as well as first-person fragments from a random character whose persona is not known for much of the story. The first character, Eve, is a bougie earth mother with a healthy trust fund. She's obsessed with her Instagrammable recipes and lifestyle. She and her landscaper husband, Eric, live in her family home on a sprawling estate surrounded by dense woods. Eve and Eric have three children, Poppy, Sorrel, and Ash. And though she's concerned with appearances, I wouldn't say she's necessarily a good mother or even very attentive to her kids. They are left to roam the outdoors of their sprawling estate while Eve bakes and tutors children with dyslexia. Melissa is a successful interior designer whose casually cruel banker husband Paul is careful not to leave visible bruises. Melissa brings her daughter Izzy for tutoring at Eve's and is thrilled that her daughter is becoming friends with the other girls. Izzy has always been a bit shy and withdrawn, allowing only her father in. Melissa tries to hide her abusive relationship and obsessively curates her perfectly thin body so closely that she misses everything her teenage daughter is hiding. Then there's Grace, a young Zimbabwean immigrant who lives in a high-rise housing project with her two children and their English father, Martin, an award-winning but chronically broke novelist. Grace sends her 11-year-old son for tutoring with Eve, and her daughter usually comes along as well. 
Of course, as Grace is the only employed parent, her husband takes care of the drop-offs at Eve's home, leaving plenty of space for he and Eve to get to know each other. You're listening to Red Astray. I'm Laura, your book review host from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Henson Oakley on West Jackson Street in Cookville offers Zoom teeth whitening, which is a great way to offset the effects of aging in order to maintain a beautiful and healthy smile. For a wider, brighter smile, visit Henson Oakley Family Dentistry to see if Zoom teeth whitening is right for you. Again in this episode, I'm reviewing The Playground by Jane Schmelt. So, there are these three families, and their lives intersect as their children become closer over the course of their tutoring sessions. As the weeks go by, the couples become very close, spending more and more time together. There are barbecues, brunches, and garden parties. The three couples are soon spending exorbitant amount of time in each other's company at the Kershaw's home. They even take a vacation together at Eve's childhood home in Greece. The wine flows, the parents laugh and indulge over lengthy meals, and the children are largely unsupervised. While the adults are absorbed with their own secrets, the children are playing troubling games. After a tragic accident, the friendships deepen, but it takes yet another shocking event for them to realize something quite horrific is occurring. The story twists, and then twists again, while the three families desperately search for answers— It's only as they begin to unravel the truth of what happened over the summer that they realize evil has has crept quietly into their world. The story jumps between multiple perspectives, and I have to admit, I found this a little confusing in the beginning. The structure shifts from detailed concurrent chapters to disjointed chapters with time gaps and random recollections. The shift in narrative styles was rather jarring. A lot is left out, so the reader only gets to hear about certain aspects of these characters' lives and misses watching extremely important events play out, and this made it difficult for me to get invested. I also feel the playground would have been so much better had there been fewer characters or less of a focus on so many. Three families that between them have six children, six adults and six kids equals 12 characters to keep track of. I had trouble figuring out whose kid belonged to whom for the first little bit. Once, I even thought of resorting to making a chart. With so many characters, it's understandable that it's lacking in memorable characterization. When I finally figured out the family dynamics, the story became a little more clear. But there's also the fact that all of the characters, except some of the children, are completely reprehensible. So... Some do grow and become a little likable, but they just don't grow enough. I wouldn't have even minded this element if other parts of the book had been well executed. But overall, nothing really grabbed my attention until halfway through the book when the story finally gets rolling. And even though I figured out who'd done it early on, there was enough action in the second half to keep me turning pages. I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece or a piece of trash, I guess somewhere in between. It was a good distraction during the height of social distancing, but I don't think I'll be putting this author on my must-read list. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm always open for your recommendations. You can access me through social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in again next time for another book review. And until then, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.